guys hello and welcome back i'm jojo fraser it's time for a mojo injection episode 121 boom bang bosh it's lovely to have you here welcome into this space where we are very open-minded everyone's welcome and yeah just want to hook up your mojo help you feel lighter and we're talking about surrendering this week we're talking about a vaccination for your vibration so no one no other than the legend that is Ro. Oh, gotta love you, Ro. <laughs> Rohit Sahu um, just had such a great chat. Rohit is a spiritual guide, um, a meditation teacher, and a purpose coach. And I first discovered on him on Instagram. I think he serves about oh over eighty six thousand people on there. Really bringing them content all about modern spirituality, faith, surrender, um, love. Um, tapping into your higher power, immersing yourself in all the good stuff. And yeah, it was just lovely to chat to to Ro about his um, kind of thoughts and feelings around what it means to be a spiritual being. And I think, you know, they say there's a God-shaped hole in all of us, right? Maybe you have a strong faith. Maybe you're unsure. Maybe meditation is opening up to you. Um, Ro says towards the end, it's really interesting. He's speaking about prayer, like the difference between just prayer, just doing a ritual of prayer, or really devotional prayer where you're tapping into a higher state through meditation and you're really there and you're really connecting. Um, and I, I found that really interesting. And I, I would encourage you not to get too attached to labels when you listen. Just listen with an open mind. And, you know, whatever religious text you may love or not love, um, just listen to what he's saying about the way, you know, our soul and our mind works. It's it's really fascinating. And I'll break it down and make it a bit more simplified um, on Mummy Jojo this week, I'll take out the key themes and I'll condense them into a blog article for you as I do every week. Um, but yeah, let's get Rowan. I'll put all his details on the show notes and let's just talk and open our minds up and explore. Um, I love it. I love it, guys. It's great to have you here. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Rohit, stroke Roe. So it's Ro, Ro and Jojo, Ro and Jo. Um, welcome from Sydney to Scotland and time for a moto injection. It's so nice to have you here. My pleasure, Jojo. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to come on your podcast, which has a very uh, dedicated, committed following and it's incredible how you have been able to keep the community engaged with a wide ranging of topics from mental well-being, wellness, diet, fitness, and essentially everything under the umbrella, under the sun, which you have been quite diligently through your own inimitable, uh, humorous, and yet very meaningful manner, you have been able to put across these viewpoints. So thank you so much. Oh, that means a lot. And I mean, you, I... I first discovered you on Instagram and um, wow, what a, what a crazy following you have there with the work you do. I am very passionate myself about making spirituality modern. And I know that's something mm-hmm. you want to do in your book, right? That's your kind of mission, Absolutely. right? And you've Absolutely. got such a, a big following there and it can be hard. I know in Scotland, I don't know what it's like in Sydney in Australia, but I certainly feel like America are very, very ahead. Um, mm. There's lots more communities coming out in Scotland and the UK desperate for mm. more of a, you know, there's no such life like a spiritual life, in my opinion. Mm. And I'm sure you'll agree with yes. me. As a I, completely, I completely agree with you. And uh, every word that you just spoke completely, absolutely resonates with me, Jojo. Uh, as you rightly highlighted, we are essentially spiritual beings. So what essentially does spirituality connote? Usually, it connotes, uh, ser- it connotes uh, running away from life. It connotes a very life which is characterized by, by absconding from your concerns of life and daily uh, considerations of your daily you know, practical life. 
But actually, that is not the case. Spirituality essentially is an awareness and acknowledgement of the fact that we are, at the end of the day, we are spiritual beings by virtue of being spirits. We are a spirit which is encased and embodied within a physical body. And each and every one of us has been sent on this dimension, has been blessed with this life to align with the spiritual underpinnings of our existence. And it's only by aligning with this fact of our life can we really rise to a highest potential and derive a lasting fulfillment and meaning in our life. That is the only way through which we can really, you know, really come to awaken to our highest purpose, manifest our highest destiny, and, and derive, uh, you know, everlasting fulfillment. Usually you find, you know, so many, uh, you know, the sin of chronic uh, drug abuse, you find people, there's an epidemic of, of depression, uh, suicidal instincts. These are all symptoms of, of humanity, which is, Grown, you know, grown away from its spiritual existence. Because usually, why people and and you know get onto drugs, get onto uh, addictions, is because they are not attuned with themselves, and they want to fill that void through the means which they think can help them achieve that. But that leaves them on a hamster wheel of of uh, of filling themselves with more and more because eventually that is not fulfilling you that is rather creating more void and and eventually that leads uh, on you and on a downward spiral of self-destruction and the only way out for humanity is is aligning ourselves with the universe and a spiritual existence when did you first realize that you were a spiritual being did you have an insight was it a gradual process or was it a Boom, bang. <laughs> it was boom. It was like it was like a bombshell dropped on me from the universe. Trust me, it was actually like this. Still about twenty initial twenty-two, yeah, you know, initial twenty-two years of my life, I was an usual happy go lucky, far divorced from spirituality, very materialistic, very uh, unidimensional in my worldview. All I cared about was you know, having a good time, not that I can't, don't have a good time now, but essentially my concerns were very limited. And I only, uh, and, and I had, I, remember, I still recall, vividly recall that day and that moment in my life. And I was supposed to be very happy by virtue of enrolling myself in the, one of the best B schools of the world. But few weeks into my stint at my B school, I really can't put it to words, but I was overcome with the deep sense of melancholy and nihilism. Uh, melancholy would be an understatement. That was a sense of nihilism which had overtaken me to a point that I was really questioning the purpose of my life. Why am I alive? Uh, and I was finding it very difficult to muster courage to and hope to live. It was quite a scary place that usually, uh, you know, you would have every one of us at some time or the other comes to know that, okay, why would someone eventually take their own life but I understand what the mindset does and how it drives you to that point I was not exactly on the brink but I was really close to the brink and I had no clue what to do it was I was being sucked into this whirlwind of darkness and I still remember some voice came to me and which guided me that you need to start praying and I had no modality, no way of praying, but I just woke up every morning, closed my eyes, and just started praying and chanting. In a few weeks, I really uh, can't put it to words to, to convey the gravity of that experience. I, one day I woke up renewed and, and resurrected, that I literally felt resurrected. And, and, and looking back, I recognized why that had happened. That had happened because through my intense sense of surrender to the universe, which was brought about by this intense experiences of my life, which had literally pushed me to the brink, I had in my own way had transcended my ego and aligned myself with the universe, which allowed the doors of grace to open for me. And once that grace came to me, I was resurrected. I was renewed. I was reborn. That 
experience marked the onset of my spiritual awakening and my spiritual journey. And, and I haven't looked back ever since. And that uh, phase was really uh, the pivotal phase of my life and, and experience in my life, which has shaped me as a human being and my spiritual journey. And uh, so that is my <laughs> brief yet, uh, you know, lengthy answer to that question. Because your your logical the the kind of left side of our brain is very logical and analytical. So sometimes I speak to people and they're so stuck in that side that they're scared to open up to the spiritual mm. part mm. within them and and to mm. as you say um, kind of surrender. That was the word mm. that was going through my head just before you mm. said it. I was thinking surrender is this is what it's about. And this is all about. Yeah, it can be. If you're maybe trapped in that left side of the brain, which is important, we need a bit of a logical, yes. analytical side to survive in a human body, right? And to, mm. you know, the brain's amazing and we're capable of doing amazing things. But sometimes we people get so stuck in this left side of, oh, well, if there's a higher power, if there's a God and how, can, you know, trying to prove everything and, and trying to solve everything when, when you surrender, and you have that deep experience through prayer, through whatever it is. Meditation. Meditation, yeah, absolutely. For me, I've experienced it both in both um, prayer and meditation. And it's just overwhelming. And you can't really look back from that when you've had that. Because yes. even if you may have questions like, oh, this is hard to explain, or some people might question you and say, this is rubbish, you know, or it's nonsense, it's, it's a placebo, yeah. it's made up, but when yeah. you're true to you, right, it's something you can never go back from? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and, and see, the touchstone of truth shall be our own personal experience. You know, usually, many of us shy away from owning our truth and expressing our personal experiences by due to fear of being judged by people who we are surrounded with. Not being judgmental against them, but each and every of us is in a different stage on the spiritual journey and the vast majority of our collective humanity is still steeped in their materialist worldview. Mm -hmm. But however, having said that, there is an accelerated process of collective awakening and, and spiritual ascension which is quite visible and apparent. And as you rightly highlighted, Jojo, that once you have that experience, there's no looking back because your entire worldview has undergone a profound, dramatic shift. You really understand that through surrender, you are aligning with the universe, which is essentially permeates the entire existence. It permeates us. We are living in the lap of God. We're living in the lap of universe in no way or form, in no time in, space, in the fabric of space and time, we are separated from the universe. It's only the deluded and the ignorant who somehow have tripped themselves to believe that they are all conscious, they are logical, they are rational, they are intelligent. However, they are living in a universe which is meaningless. How can a universe which is meaningless, which is not intelligent, can flower a being which is conscious and intelligent for not a single second of a lifetime we are separated from the universe we are always living in the lap of universe mm -hmm. which is a fact which usually gets lost on on many of us and we really don't really realize because the truth is so simple only it needs some, some certain sense of awareness to awaken to this truth and in the mind, uh, I'll just allude, I will refer to the point, and a very important point which you alluded to is the logical mind. Mind has its utility. For all practical purposes, mind needs to be exercised to be able to go about a daily mundane life and practical affairs and do justice to the practical affairs of our existence. However, the moment we attach primacy to a mind, we are essentially sowing the seeds of neurosis and a lot of pain and suffering. Because mind is not the overarching and the primary determinant of our existence. Mm -hmm. we, our soul, our spirit, our consciousness, or what you can call as the witness, is the primary essence 
the primary in essence of our life, of our being. Mm -hmm. Once we awaken to that essence or spirit and align ourselves with that soul or consciousness, we are gaining mastery over our mind. We can use our mind to our advantage, mm -hmm. but we would not let be ruled by our mind. Mm -hmm. So essentially, we are growing and evolving beyond our mind. Mm -hmm. By evolving beyond our mind, it doesn't suggest that we are not using our mind or we have become mindless. Mm -hmm. We are mindful of the fact that we have a mind, mm -hmm. but there is a higher essence, which is our soul or consciousness, which must be aligned with to be able to align with the universe and, and really manifest what we want and essentially uh, sow the seeds of lasting joy and happiness and freedom from suffering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's powerful stuff right it's powerful stuff and for you you know how, how many years has it been since you had this bang bosh it's sort of enlightenment experience uh it was way back in 2009 okay. i had that experience of surrender mm -hmm. of transcending my ego through through seeking support from universe mm -hmm. so that was 2009 uh, 2009 yes okay and you've never looked back no i haven't looked back and neither the universe has left me alone mm -hmm. it has been all orchestrated by the divine by the infinite intelligence mm -hmm. uh, the more you align with the universe the more it supports you it orchestrates events circumstances it sends guides to your life through you know in the guise of friends or particular individuals who really uh, facilitate your onward spiritual growth and journey. And that has exactly been the case in my life. 2009 marked the onset of my spiritual journey. And looking back, I have marveled at the fact that how things have come together, how universe has supported me at critical junctures of my life. Even when I was, I was embroiled in a, in a, soul shattering pain and, but that pain and that suffering concealed within itself a seed of a profound shift and wisdom which i eventually awakened to uh, but so i have nothing but gratitude towards the universe towards the divine towards the infinite towards christ consciousness you know you we can call it by any name Mm -hmm. names and labels at the end of the day don't really matter much what essentially matters is an experience and connection with the transcendental which transcends all labels yeah and that is the source of all fulfillment in life yeah i always like to see you know for people that don't like the word god or whatever i always just see god as love you know I, I, yes. love is like you know it's it's a label that you know because people the logical mind can get attached to labels and that's when the ego kicks in and they say well my god is yes. you know and i'm like it's not you know yes. god is love or you don't have to say that you can say universe is love or divine is love or whatever works for you but you know it's it's a personal thing but it's a you feel it right and you surrender and you're you're you know that love and that power is just a really beautiful thing and, and what you said about um, guides, do you mean, because obviously there's a lot of chat about spirit guides and angels and things, do you also mean people on the earth that are guides, like teachers and things like that? So teachers, as you're referring to mentors, guides, gurus, mm -hmm. that's what you're referring to by, oh, by teachers? do you like when you said um speaking about guides did you mean just spiritual guides like angels and things or did you also no, no, no. it guides as in it can come in any form uh -huh. from a living master through friends through a girlfriend mm -hmm. through anyone who who uh, orchestrates that experience transformative experience mm -hmm. which shifts your worldview and, and and puts your life on a higher trajectory yeah. Many a times we might trace our growth and our source of fulfillment to a very painful experience. In, you know, and it might be a very happy experience. However, often it happens that the growth, the true lasting spiritual growth often gets facilitated and precipitated by a painful experience usually because pain 
is one of those emotions and experience which which makes you confront your powerlessness and that is a prerequisite in some way or form to to surrender what is powerless of your condition it is what it has been fed since childhood or since your previous lifetimes it's very limited by this limited set of experiences it has undergone however your soul is eternal it transcends time itself it's, it is one with infinite so the key the sum total of spiritual journey is simply transcending our mind and aligning ourselves more and more with our soul with our consciousness mm-hmm. that is it that is about it you know we can create a, a, a paraphernalia of 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 esoteric commandments and 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 create you know create a theology out of it that is good but essentially the sum total of spirituality is transcendence of mind and transcendence of a limited self and aligning with the soul and it's when you put it like that it's simple right yes we overcomplicate it with the analytical logical <laughs> that's the, that's the problem because why do we overcomplicate it because we have been brainwashed with this belief that a truth for it to be a truth has to be proved uh, and, and through torturous means and it and, and it has to be uh, it has to convince our mind it has to you know we need to deconstruct you know you usually deconstruct the truth and try to prove it through axioms through through laws through we want to dissect the truth mm-hmm. but truth is cannot be dissected truth must always be felt mm-hmm. you know what galileo or newton discovered in their time it was not considered the truth mm-hmm. so what is the barometer of truth mm-hmm. is what the collectives or the humanity believes at one point in time the collective history mm-hmm. is that the barometer of truth mm-hmm. no that is not the barometer of truth is eventually boils down to our personal experience mm-hmm. right the experience which really gives you that meaning brings about the change in your life gives you that sense of fulfillment and even even if the world really doesn't believe in it so what yeah you've got to to stay true and and you speak about people on earth that are guides what about the people on earth that trigger you are they guides too can you get negativity but but it's for a reason like it's a guide when i use a term guide it was a very you know broad term because usually i use it in that context i understand where you're coming from because usually we associate guide with spiritual guides angels or gurus or spiritual mentors who usually are very whose support is very empowering and who don't cause us suffering right who are meant to come and alleviate our suffering however when in my in the context when in which i spoke guide was the fact that there are also many individuals who come in our life which trigger us which yeah. trigger our wounds which create a lot of pain and a suffering in our life momentarily or transient suffering but it can be year two year three year it depends it varies from individual to individual that also i also consider them as guides mm-hmm. because unless we had undergone that experience of pain suffering depression uh, you know meaninglessness which was brought about by actions of those individuals we might not have undertaken that journey of healing overcoming and growth mm-hmm. so looking back even they had their contribution to play in our growth mm-hmm. i understand that that's quite difficult to swallow especially when they might have inflicted immense pain for no reason and we understandably we hold on to sense of uh, resentment and and if i may say so also a sense of vindictiveness against those individuals that is something which the ego and the mind is always instinctively habitual to do however the more we grow the more we spiritually evolve and grow to a higher awareness we have a sense of compassion yeah because we are we have freed ourselves from the trap and the prison of suffering so once we are not suffering we have freed ourselves from the prison of 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 vindictiveness and resentment which incidentally 
always keeps us tethered in in the low emotional and the spiritual vibration mm-hmm. and which always prevents us to manifest what we really desire and 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 and, and create joy and love in our life that you know, so that's my answer uh, jojo i i can resonate so much and i i've always been because i've i've had quite a spiritual life from an early age it was introduced to a lot of this great stuff early on and prayer was a part of my kind of from a little child so i surrendered <laughs> um and then asked questions as i became a bit of a rebel teenager and tried to like work out what labels and and what god meant to me and all this stuff and um but yeah that i've always had that kind of people said to me oh you you're too nice you forgive people too easily mm. but i probably put that down to that kind of spiritual path like that feeling of love you know like if someone's really wronged me then i just have to pour love on them i can't react obviously i've been triggered at times though i've not always been you know but i've had people perhaps that haven't been able to forgive me for things Mm. and you think oh that's such a shame because you know, it could just be a misunderstanding. Like when I was unwell, my, when my mind was overtaking and things, it was half spiritual awakening, half uh, mania. But when my mind was a bit tired and burnt out, you know, I'd say things and, you know, there was a few people in my life that had said, oh, we just can't forgive you for what you said. But I was like, but it wasn't well. And, you know, I've been in like experiences where like my dad said things when he had depression, right? And although he had a faith and stuff, it, it, he had a little period of suffering. And he said things he didn't mean, but I, I was just like, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. And I, I was able to put compassion. Perhaps there's a time where there's a few people in your life that can't give that compassion. And it's just knowing, as you say, not to take it personally, because it's, it's sort of where they're at in their spiritual journey, right? And you know when you're at a good place in your spiritual journey that you can have more compassion for people. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's so well said. And so people might hold on to vengeance, vindictiveness, resentment against you, against us, for we, what might have, we might have said or done in some point in a time in the past, uh, which was, you know, which was essentially a function of our awareness in that point in time. But they might hold on to that. The only thing which we can do is is transform ourselves, be a source of love and embody love in our heart. And why do I say so? Is by being a beacon of light, we are also in our own way inspiring beings around us to to awaken to their own inner light. Mm -hmm. We need to really understand one thing. Our emotional signature or our vibration is defines our resonant reality. It defines the resonance of the freak of the vibration. Our emotions defines the resonance of the frequency which we send out to the universe. Yeah. And it will only echo corresponding life experiences to a life which align with the predominant emotion mm-hmm. and vibration which we are carrying. So if you're holding on to anger, vengeance, vindictiveness, you'll find those individuals are always on a hamster wheel of such experiences. And rather, as opposed to freeing themselves from that hamster wheel of a vicious loop of more pain, suffering, anger, uh, they they get themselves more into it. Mm -hmm. Because the universe sends you more such experiences which reinforces your anger, reinforces your vengeance, reinforces your resentment. Mm-hmm. So the only way to break free from this cycle is to be love. Take those steps towards towards embodying more love, towards forgiving individuals, to uh, letting go of uh, of holding on to resentment. It's difficult. It sounds very. Dif- it sounds easy, though I am aware and quite mindful that it's quite difficult. However, that is the only way through which we can heal and. And, and really create immeasurable joy and meaning in our life. Because once we free ourselves from that, we start experiencing true freedom. 
Mm-hmm. No, we aren't free until and unless we free our mind yeah. and ourselves from holding on to that. We are not actually really free. We're always in that trap. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a trap, isn't it? And you can see it sometimes in people's eyes. They just can't let go of that. Like they're carrying. Yeah, and they, they don't realize that unconsciously they end up projecting that sense on beings who, who might not have heard them. Yeah. So why it happens? Because you're carrying a sense of pain, anger, wo- and unhealed vibration of wounds, you know, vibration of unhealed wounds. So the universe then orchestrates, sends beings to your life, and you end up projecting that pain and anger on them. Mm-hmm. And you inflict pain on them, and that eventually invites more pain to you. It's mm-hmm. law of karma, as easy as it, is, as it can get. And I can explain it through the law of science as well. You know, energy by its nature cannot be destroyed. Some total of energy in this universe remains the same. Yeah. Energy can only change form from one form to the other. Mm-hmm. You cannot destroy energy. You cannot extinguish energy. Mm-hmm. So if I'm carrying pain and if I'm inflicting pain on you, mm-hmm. so that person would undergo pain and that person will hold on to vengeance and resentment against you. Mm-hmm. So he will, he will vibrate a vibration of resentment and anger and vindictiveness against you, yeah. which is being registered in the field of infinite consciousness. Mm-hmm. So that gets imprinted and that gets echoed back to us mm-hmm. at a particular time in our lives. And we always marvel, why does it happen to me? Why did it happen to me? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. But eventually it can all be traced to our actions mm-hmm. in this lifetime or our previous lifetime. Now I understand many from the Western world especially folks who have grown up in a Christian milieu uh, and, and other Abrahamic milieu, they don't really uh, believe in the law of karma, but the law of karma is an, is an, is, is an eternal truth. And in fact, uh, I was speaking to my friend a few days ago, I highlighted to her the fact that in the mystical strand of Christianity, which can be understood as Gnosticism, there is clear references abstract references to the law of karma you know so you know when you when jesus says what you saw you shall reap what does it mean mm-hmm. what you saw you shall reap is essentially fundamentally ties into the to the our understanding of law of karma mm-hmm. what we give we shall receive yeah yeah that's how it is what if you're in a good place if you're in a good place and a place of love can someone give you bad energy then or will that bounce off you see when you are in a good energy when you're vibrating higher and higher and higher when we are embodying higher consciousness mm-hmm. we are also immunizing ourselves from lower vibrations yeah because as you grow higher your emotional resonance mm-hmm. or the resonance of your vibration is higher mm-hmm. So for the lower vibration to entrain itself with the higher vibration is not easy. It's, it's next to impossible yeah. because vibrations can only entrain themselves to a similar wavelength of vibration. That's the law of science. Yeah. So for a lower vibration to entrain itself to high vibration is not possible. Can't so you're, you're always you're freeing yourself from that prison that you're not allowing yourself to be affected by such lower vibration. It yeah. quite literally, as you had highlighted, it bounces off you. It doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. It's it's so true. You you can't match it. So it's it's almost like a vaccination, not for COVID. Absolutely, it's a vaccination. You yes. know, it's a vaccination for your vibration, right? Yes, yes. Because the more you grow higher, the more you align yourself with the infinite field of consciousness. Mm-hmm. The more you align with the infinite field of consciousness, you're growing in your power. Mm-hmm. You're growing in your sovereignty. You're yeah. growing in your uh, uh, you're, you're actually growing beyond the limitations and susceptibility of your mind and lower vibration existence to pain, suffering, anger. And all spiritual masters, great spirit, spiritual masters since the beginning of time in our collective history have spoken about this. Mm-hmm. Jesus spoke about kingdom of heaven within you, is within you. Mm-hmm. Lord Buddha had remarked that even though life is suffering, there's a path to attain everlasting bliss. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. what is that bliss that bliss is essentially is what i had alluded to right now is transcendence of mind is yeah. aligning with the spirit yeah that's how you are creating everlasting joy yeah in your life yeah and there are other spiritual masters in the in the lineage of hinduism buddhism mm -hmm. and other eastern religions mm -hmm. which have remarked the same which have always made driven home this point to the humanity in their uh, their uh, times is the joy you're seeking the kingdom you're seeking the treasures you're seeking is in your heart once we awaken to that the physical treasures will manifest by itself yeah. and eventually in your sense in your vantage from the vantage point of your consciousness even those physical treasures would pale in comparison to the treasures you have awakened to because the treasures you have awakened to is everlasting bliss a belief and experience of immortality mm -hmm. and that is something which no treasure of this world worth its salt or worth its penny can buy that is something which we all need to strive for mm -hmm. is to awaken to our innate power that we are eternal spirits that is why we have been born in this life we have come to this dimension of existence to to align ourselves with the universe to awaken to our eternal spirit mm -hmm. that is the highest purpose yeah and i mean since 2009 have you ever had struggles uh, and slip ups and if you have can yes, you pin, yes. pinpoint like a lifestyle like maybe your sleep was impacted so you had a slip up or some something like triggered oh absolutely absolutely as i had said at the outset of our conversation that even though 2009 marked the onset of my spiritual journey and uh, that experience of surrender really uh, facilitated my unfolding spiritual journey and growth but this last 11 odd years hasn't been a smooth ride convention you know from a conventional lens it hasn't been a straight linear path you know at times it has this journey has taken me to uncharted terrains it has made me confront my my ego my darkness my shadow which i have had to integrate and, and eventually transcend and i am no way suggesting that this journey has has completed it's an unfolding ongoing journey yeah right and there would be more details and many more uh, experiences which might again bring confront make me confront more hidden and more suppressed uh, shadow elements or shadow aspects of my personality which must be which will be transcended in that that, that point in time mm -hmm. and so as a consequence of this journey this journey, the nature of this journey i have understandably uh, experienced physical symptoms of 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 this journey right the journey which makes you uh, you know which really uh, you know shocks you out of your unconsciousness mm -hmm. and it, and the more you take a progress in this journey the universe you know orchestrates more such experiences to fast track your spiritual growth for instance about 4 years ago 3 years ago i was in a very dark space in my life uh you know i had hit rock bottom financially emotionally personally and that was again a, a pivotal moment in a pivotal phase in my life where i've had to really go deeper within myself to an extent which i hadn't until then hadn't done until then and that phase lasted about one and a half two years at the onset of that phase i was experiencing overwhelming anxiety to a point that i used to wake up in the dread of in the in, in the in the dead of the night sweating profusely can't sleep i used to shriek in pain i can't recollect the number of nights i might have woken up and started crying out of pain or suffering yeah. uh you know for 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 few weeks and a month for months at length um you know i i i had lost sense of time that you know where i was what i was what was happening to my life i was literally i had i was reduced to a living a zombie like existence mm -hmm. and then that you know that was because that has happened in my life because the universe recognized that there's certain there's still more uh, growth to be still so much more growth to be realized 
and and i had to be made to go to a much more deeper dimension of existence within myself and then as a consequence the universe mm-hmm. and about 2 years ago you know that journey started i i went in i went very deep into myself i started praying i started meditating not to say that i wasn't meditating prior to that but the intensity and the diligence and the number and the amount of time i used to spend in meditation was so much more like you know i used to start, i started meditating for hours every day 2 years ago and i started praying i started i started sowing the seeds of my vision that where i want to see myself say year 2 year down the line how can i take myself from an irredeemable position in my life wherein i don't have any access to money i have no access to support i have no access to you know you know you know i you know i didn't have any job i didn't have any money i was reeling from debts i was nursing a painful shattered heart i was nursing in a chronic sense of anxiety i was literally uh, at the rock bottom and i i can't help but be grateful to a point that sometimes i really get overwhelmed with emotions but that how universe really supported me and took me out again from that that dark place and and everything it has really showered me with everything which i had envisioned then everything came about yeah. miraculously you can't even you know imagine how things have come together in my life just by the fa- just as a consequence of me uh, making an outreach towards the universe and seeking help and that happened because i went deeper within i went deep within i started meditating mm-hmm. i started accessing and understanding who am i to a much more profound manner Mm-hmm. and the more i went deeper the more i could access that dimension in my meditation where i was sowing the seeds of my vision what i want to manifest what i want to see me becoming mm-hmm. few years down the line and eventually in the medium to longer term yeah. trust me jojo everything which i had envisioned then has most of it has manifested and whatever is manifesting i can clearly discern that it is being manifested for me to accomplish that vision and the universe is orchestrating all of this and and i am myself intimately experiencing myself simply being a medium mm-hmm. of that universal force to manifest what i want so this has been referred to by one of the greatest hindu spiritual masters ever born which is no who is known as lord krishna you would have heard of gita mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's by far the most widely read hindu religious scripture mm-hmm. and and krishna in his discourse to arjuna on on the battlefield had abstractly and esoterically referred to this exactly the same point mm-hmm. that the moment you surrender and don't attach yourself to the fruits of your action whatever you desire will get manifested mm-hmm. through your surrender unto me mm-hmm. so that surrender unto me is a byword for surrender unto the universe yeah and how do we activate that alignment is transcending our ego transcending the limitations imposed upon us by our mind mm-hmm. and that's when we unlock cumulative forces of the universe for our favor mm-hmm. and then there's no looking back yeah because you are in a different place different space altogether yeah a, a game changer right it's just yes for you then now with your routine with meditation do you have kind of a regular routine every day where you say right yes, every day every day every day every day i cannot live without meditation even if i am hard pressed for time mm-hmm. i usually take out at a minimum 15 20 minutes mm-hmm. every day by default yeah. we have 24 hours for ourselves yeah right and it really baffles me that we can't take out 15 20 minutes just to be with ourselves mm-hmm. like be with ourselves yeah with who is the most important being mm-hmm. in our entire existence yeah. there's no more being who is more important or more worthy of love and attention than us yeah and we can't take out 
10 15 minutes to be able to spend time with ourselves yeah. when that activity would eventually enable us to to create what we want manifest what we desire mm-hmm. and ex- and make us experience joy and love like anything so, uh, so yes uh, uh, i do take out time every day i have to do you use a guided meditation or do you use music or any tools i meditate on my own yeah you know i guide myself just because i'm uh, a meditation teacher myself yeah and i have been personally uh, guided and, and and trained into the profound esoteric aspects of meditation by my own by my living master mm-hmm. and uh, yes i understand many like to meditate being guided mm-hmm. uh, but for myself as for myself and i speak for myself i meditate on my own i go into silence mm-hmm. i go into trance and i like to spend those moments which transcend time and those are the most beautiful moments when i am with the universe mm-hmm. i am i i feel like i'm in the lap of this infinite consciousness mm-hmm. there's a there's a sea of blue violet vibration which engulfs my third eye with my mind around my you know around my forehead and i know that i am in that moment in space and time i have transcended time i am in an eternal lap of universe and that's when i envision i saw the seeds of my vision and i know that that vision my prayers my wish is being heard mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and they will be so for our vision and desires to be answered they have to be heard mm-hmm. where most of us get it wrong is and most of us usually discount the spiritual underpinnings of existence because they grew up believing or being brainwashed into believing that god is all powerful yes god is all powerful and they go about praying i want this i want that but their prayers aren't get don't get answered and they eventually lose hope mm-hmm. and they and they start detesting yeah the universal intelligence and so the fact that they 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 do that is to their own peril the universal intelligence didn't answer your prayers your wishes because you didn't know the right way to approach it mm-hmm. your prayers were not getting heard mm-hmm. so it's not the fault of the universal intelligence mm-hmm. it's something which we were, we haven't been doing it right what was so what was wrong for the people what is wrong usually is we usually you know usually how do we, you know usually why how do you how do anyone pray you know people go to temples churches synagogues and they just go you know as a matter of ritual and they just start praying you know once in a month once in a week and you know i want these blessings i want this and want that yeah uh, quite often just a matter of coincidence many such prayers are heard mm-hmm. and it just it's a matter of coincidence but by far the majority and it's a fact that majority usually experiences that much of their desires and wishes are not being answered mm-hmm. and and yet they want to cling on to hope which is which is which is understandable mm-hmm. and they want to cling on to hope they go they with, and with all their heart and hope they go and faith they go to the temples the synagogues the churches and pray attend the sunday masses but but looking back in their life they would always realize that even though i did that but there was something missing i couldn't really manifest to my heart's desire there were certain things which were still missing mm-hmm. so that sense of feeling a miss or yeah. feel missing on that yeah is can be attributed to to our incorrect way of praying okay so for us to ensure that our wishes and prayers are heard by the infinite intelligence mm-hmm. we have to become infinite intelligence mm-hmm. when i say we have to become you don't have to become 24 hours you can enlightened masters are always one with the universe but for certain moments in your daily life you can go to that state you can grow to that realm of consciousness yeah. where you feel oneness with the universe and then you can pray 
yeah so you're in that exact yeah as you say when you get caught up in the routine but you're not really in that at that level and you're not yes yeah yes see for see for like i'm sitting here right now i can put an altar i can put a photo of jesus a photo of buddha a photo of lord krishna a photo of lao Tzu, and many other religious leaders and and lords and i can still close my eyes and I, you know god i need this god i need that you know every day in the morning i wake up i do a salutation close my eyes and start praying i need this yeah to my mind even though it is a good thing to do because you're going to the universal intelligence but but that doesn't amount to anything because your prayers your wishes are not reaching to them how to ensure that what you want reaches to them that is where meditation devotional prayer mm -hmm. cultivation of gratitude cultivation of unconditional love mm -hmm. prove immensely powerful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because the more higher you become the more you embody higher vibration you are attuning and aligning with the universe the more you align whatever you say becomes the will of god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what jesus says what you say you get mm -hmm. you don't say like this you you need to know how to say how to ask yeah yeah bang on it i i think sometimes we've misinterpreted scriptures the wrong way right Oh, absolutely. And in fact, I was speaking in my other earlier discussions with my friends that much of what is mentioned in our scriptures is mentioned and referred to in abstractions. They have been alluded to esoterically. Where most of us get it wrong is we usually interpret it quite literally. And usually when people interpret it literally, they will always find reasons of, of derision. They will always poke fun and they will always most of you know the individuals will always you know scratch their heads to believe that how can this be said this doesn't do this doesn't happen so how can god the word of god be like so nonsensical mm -hmm. but it's nonsensical because you're not interpreting you're not understanding the underlying message underlying essence of that word mm -hmm. and there was a reason why these tenets in the scriptures were mentioned esoterically and abstractly Mm -hmm. is one because these are infinite treasures mm -hmm. and these treasures cannot be given freely away yeah. everyone who is deserving of these treasures has to earn that treasure through their own lived experience yeah yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you understand what it is mentioned in bible in upanishads in gita in torah then you really understand yes oh this is what it is meant Kingdom of heaven is within me. Yes, kingdom of heaven is within me. What I say, what I what I become, yes, it is true. Because that corresponds with your life experience, your lived experience. Yeah. You understand the meaning, hidden meaning in those words. Things like, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. Yes. That, that saying, when you get the ego, turn it down, transcend yes. above that. Do you know yes. what I mean? It's passages like that, really simple passages but you, you perhaps don't really take the time to, to connect with what the deeper meaning is, you know, but it's so obvious now, right? It's, it's obvious. talking about the ego. And you, you were saying you, you feel a violet light. For me, when I'm in that deep state, I, I see like really bright lights. Have you heard that often? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, uh, a blob of 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 light which is a mix of violet and, and white mm -hmm. so it's like a flame mm -hmm. right it's like a flame of of blue violet and white which really hovers around me mm -hmm. in my you know around my forehead when i'm i'm meditating when i'm in that state you know it happens when i reach that state so that's about 15 20 minutes into my meditation mm -hmm. or i would say even you know 10 to 15 minutes into my meditation and the initial 10 minutes is essentially a preparation is essentially the, the period of me taking a flight mm -hmm. 
you know it's it's it can be likened to the journey of of an aeroplane it takes off yeah. it goes higher 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 and yeah. then a point comes which then it moves beyond the obstruction of the clouds yeah so that can be likened to the obstruction of a mind and thoughts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once we go beyond that we are in the lap of pristine limitless expanse of infinite consciousness mm-hmm. that is an expanse where all your wishes can be sowed and everything can be materialized mm-hmm. that is the field which constitutes all information existing in this universe mm-hmm. and that has been alluded to in no uncertain terms in the sankhya philosophy in hinduism so there are five major strands in philosophy religious philosophy in hinduism and one of them is sankhya and in sankhya it has been clearly mentioned that there is a realm called the akashic realm mm-hmm. which has the repository of all information mm-hmm. all our souls blueprint everything which can be known can be knowable is there Mm-hmm. and that's the field of miracles mm-hmm. you can go there sow the seed of what you desire what you want and boom it will manifest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's inevitable it's a law of universe powerful stuff right powerful <laughs> it's powerful isn't it i mean for you like with this all of this wisdom and stuff do you ever get overwhelmed by some of the insights you have or do you do you just feel calm uh, to be honest uh, i i come to an understanding that uh, it is it is coming to me mm-hmm. like it's like i'm a medium mm-hmm. in the actual sense when i'm saying this i really mean it from the bottom of my heart yeah uh many on many occasions i have marvel that where did this insight come to me yeah yeah it's just coming to me it's yeah. it's someone is sending it to me the universal intelligence is sending it to me yeah and and as i said we are eternal spirits jojo mm-hmm. the Amen. body is even though uh limited by its limitations Mm-hmm. we our senses are circumscribed by the limits but a spirit is eternal mm-hmm. so we have had many lifetimes innumerable lifetimes previously and we would have innumerable lifetimes till the point where we are completely aligned mm-hmm. and dissolved in the lap of universe mm-hmm. this is what essentially means samadhi enlightenment moksha mm-hmm. moksha is you you moksha you dissolve the limited identity of your ego gets dissolved mm-hmm. in the infinite expanse of consciousness yeah that is moksha once you experience moksha the universe doesn't warrant or doesn't consider it necessary for you to be reborn in this plane of existence then you so go then you experience everlasting bliss yeah just the bliss the, yeah yes it's um it's really powerful it's it, it's amazing and i i totally resonate and and what you say about the medium stuff like i i think i got a bit overwhelmed a year ago because i I'd, i'd reached such deep deep levels mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything was coming and i was n- getting downloads and i was knowing stuff mm-hmm. that you know if you're in the logical side of the mind you're like how yes. on earth do you know that mm-hmm. i don't know i just know I'm yes not, you just know i'm not trying to like make out that i have these powers i just know mm-hmm. you just know you yeah just and you know. don't and and you and we are not obligated to explain it every time yeah i know you cannot supposed to deconstruct that you just know yeah you know and what what's what what explanation you can give to validate your knowing Mm-hmm. you just know and you know and this is it is this is it is yeah. you know you know nikola tesla had referred to this 
that there, he, he had actually alluded to the Akashic realm. Not exactly he used the term of the Akashic realm, but he has clearly mentioned that there is a field of infinite intelligence or where all information and power exist. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. He was a proponent of the, of the index, indestructibility of energy. Yeah. There is a uh, great Indian mathematician by the name of Ramanujan and uh, he is he you know he used to have visions of a goddess giving him the knowledge of mathematical equations mm -hmm. and those equations used to come to him in those visions and he used to write it down mm -hmm. and it's on it's documented on paper he has attributed his greatest mathematical inventions and his equations mm -hmm. to his visions which he received from the goddess yeah mm -hmm. now the person is saying and they have many more instances mary curie who uh, who i think mary curie had i forgot i think she discovered this uh, this this element radioactive element and she had the breakthrough understanding about that in her vision in a dream mm -hmm. so many scientists and many artists and creative and folks who associate themselves into creativity they have experienced such epiphanies this reveries and deep insights which come to them when they are not themselves yes it comes to them when you're not themselves in the in the when you are not themselves so you essentially you are you are tapping into the universe yeah you're, you're right. aligning with the universe you're you can like, only align yourself to the degree with the universe that you're not yourself yeah you're out of that you're yeah you've transcended and you're yeah you're, yeah absolutely you transcend the matrix of your mind yeah 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 <laughs> amazing honestly i could speak to you about this all day um i don't want to keep you not be almost my bedtime but um I, honestly it's been so interesting I, i'll follow up with a blog and stuff and maybe send you some more bits and pieces but oh absolutely absolutely and uh, i'll be very keenly looking forward to receive the link for this podcast i think many of our listeners would be eagerly anticipating and uh, even in my you know uh, accounts i would love to share about uh, yourself and, and and i think many more individuals would stand to immeasurably benefit from what was discussed between you and me and thank you so much jojo and uh, very much looking forward to many more such discussions in the future no i would love that and um do you have a, a song for people that a song that you love that helps you with your mojo gets you out of the mind <laughs> uh, one song which came to me when you uh, was dream on by aerosmith oh brilliant amazing <laughs> oh that's great well i'll be adding that to my playlist this week <laughs> and if you i'll put all your details obviously in the show notes and on the blog but do you have a favorite place to be contacted um you you know i can be contacted on my instagram i'm fairly active there uh, they can contact me on my email address which i believe you already have my email details with yourself so that's the best way to contact me and trust me i'm very responsive to anyone reaching out to me because uh, you know the more you grow compassion is your becomes your second nature and, and and this gives me a lot of joy to to connect with individuals to offer myself in, in whatever way i can to help help them grow in the in the spiritual journey well it's been really inspiring and i think if there's any sort of skeptics listening you've certainly uh given them something to think about so here's hoping that you know we can continue to inspire people to tap into that um, and to think of the world as as a lot more than meets the eye or the logical mind <laughs> absolutely there's so much more so much more infinitely so, more than what we usually end up believing through the perceptions of our senses because their senses are limited yeah yeah and we are unlimited oh yes we are unlimited we are all powerful we are the greatest masterpiece 
alive because without us without our existence the universe would not be conscious of its existence mm -hmm. the fact that we are alive we give meaning to the universe as so much as the universe gives meaning to us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. powerful well thank you so much for inspiring keep up the great work thank you so much Jojo. pleasure oh i love that aerosmith dream on sing for the tears sing with me just for the day maybe tomorrow take you away dream on baby get that on your playlist dream on dream on dream on dream on dream on oh yeah baby dream on dream on dream on till your dreams come true dream until your dreams come true feel it own it work it oh yeah